welcome to Turn the Page, the official podcast of the Syosset Public Library. Public Library's official podcast, Turn the Page. I am very excited that we have our special guest with us here today, Betty Cully, who is the author of The Name She Gave Me. And we are going to be talking about that today. And I absolutely love this book. Um, I love that you wrote it in, in verse. I, I thought it was such a breath of fresh air. It touched on so many different topics that are so important. And um, it could be read you know, um, it's for a young adult audience. That's, yes, it's uh, published through Harper Teen, who um, publishes uh, young adult. But I, I have heard that a lot of young adult books are enjoyed by adults too. I was just going to say a young adult and an adult, like um, those ages, you would get so much out of this book. There's so much to say um, about it. So I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself before we talk about the book. Sure. Um, I saw that you're in Syosset and I actually, um, I've lived in Maine my whole adult life, but I grew up in Hicksville. Oh, so very close. Yeah. Very close on Long Island. And um, I came to Maine as an adult. So I've lived my whole grown up life here. And I live on 85 acres in a small town. Uh, kind of out in the woods and um, grow crab apples and have a big uh, garden. And I also worked as a, a nurse, a home health nurse and uh, a pediatric home health nurse and, and a labor and delivery nurse in local hospitals. Oh, wow. So I could definitely see aspects of like what you bring from your real life into the story because um, the character in the book, Rin, she actually, en- she ends up living on a, a garlic farm Yes, in-, in the story. So like you have so much, you said you have 85 acres. Yes. And I, I do, we do grow uh, garlic. So um, I was able to have some, some real life um, experiences and and actually when I was writing the book I went to a, a, a local fair common ground fair they have every year and there were garlic farmers there that brought all their different varieties and I we had always planted the same variety so I was taking pictures and buying some of each garlic um, which some of those ended up in in the novel yeah, I was just going to say, like, I learned so much about like different gardening and different things that I didn't even know about, like just from reading the story. I didn't expect it to necessarily touch upon that because there's so much going on in the book with the main character, Ren, who's actually her first name was Shahrazad when she was first born. And then when she was adopted by her family, they changed her name to Ren and then she ends up on the the garlic farm. Um, I see like garlic is kind of like a symbolic aspect of this story. What was your inspiration point like? Um, well, gar- gar- garlic, you plant garlic. And I think she, I think at one point in the book, Rin talks about how you plant garlic in the fall and it, it survives all winter underneath the ground, kind of like a bulb. And then it, it grows again in the 
in the spring. It's actually, if my camera was, my, my computer was turned a little, you would see our garlic, which is about a foot high. Um, it's oh. one of the first green things that comes up in the spring. So it's, it, it's kind of like, a, almost like a, it survived and, and Rin has to, has to survive in, in her way or tries to. So, yeah, Rin, she's definitely a survivor. Like, um, you know, it's not easy for her. She also has a heart condition. She, she literally has a hole in her heart that had to be corrected. And um, she um, had different biological parents and then she gets adopted. So she's dealing with adoption issues with this, you know, which is an issue a lot of people, you know, deal with like, you know, their identity and like, she deals with that in the story. Um, so that like, she really goes through a lot like health wise and also like, you know, in, in her life, um, was Rin an inspiration point, like a character inspiration point, um, that you have for that character? Um, well, uh, I wanted to write a story that showed a point of view, maybe about adoption and that, that I had never read about when I was growing up and, and I was adopted and I was in foster care. And um, I, I'd never really, I love to read, but I never read a character that really felt like it was, it was my reality or my story. And so, um, so Rin's story, you know, she, her facts are, are different than mine, but I think that was my in inspiration to tell the truth about, um, at least for for her character, the the truth of of her experience. Yeah, absolutely. It was so genuine to me. Like I really felt like I was reading someone's you know personal story, and I I didn't read an adoption story like this before and it's just so heartfelt and like you really feel for her so much like you really feel like I know her like you know I know someone like her you know I I really do feel like that with her character and I loved how you've set you wrote from her perspective I appreciate th that you say that because you know when you when you when you write and you put out a story you don't know how people are going to react to it and and that really, that makes me happy. Oh yeah, no, I absolutely, yeah. I really love this story um, because each of the characters, I would say, you know, with their dynamic, like you like to, I always like to read a story where, you know, the characters learn or change, you know, through something because that's like in real life, like people don't stay the, the same, always like things are constantly changing around us and we can't always affect that change. So I think you know, that definitely Rin's story is, you know, one of change and like, it has sad parts to it, but there's also like so much life, you know, in her story with, and with the gardening too, and with the growing, like there's a lot of like life to the story. Um, and she deals with a difficult relationship with her mother. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, yes. I mean, I think one of the things I wanted to show is that just like in, in, with people who aren't adopted, you don't have to be adopted to have had a difficult experience with someone in your life or a family member or even not a family member. And um, I, want, I wanted to show how difficult it could be, especially 
for a child, even though she's 16, children and children younger than her, her age also deal with uh, difficult situations. And, and children in a lot of ways, I think are helpless or they feel helpless or they don't always know what they can do um, to deal with the situation. They may think it's their fault or they may think there's something they can do to make it better. Um, and uh, Rin's mother is a difficult person for her for her to deal with, but I also didn't want it to be black and white where, you know, we didn't understand that Rin's mother also had things that she was dealing with. And you can definitely see that, like, it's not, it's not black and white. Like you, you wrote the characters, you know, how, how they're dynamic. Like you can see that the mother really does care, you know, deep down for her very deeply, but, you know, she's trying to have a relationship with her daughter and, um, her daughter's going through a lot. And um, that's what causes the conflict too, you know, sometimes. And it, it doesn't have to be something, you know, always big and great. It's just like little things sometimes that just build up. And I think you did a great job, you know, telling that story. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, sometimes I think the little things can be more, more telling than the big things. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because you build up the story and you, you know, you don't need, you know, big things to like overrun the story. It's just like these small things that you learn about the characters that, you know, over the, this, the course of the book, like you can see the changes in how they're growing too. So, and I love the, um, the chapters are not overwhelming, like, especially for a teen or, you know, an adult reader, it's so accessible, like, because what I find so hard, sometimes you're reading a story and there's so much depth to it and you have all these things going on, but it, it being written in verse, I feel like it makes it very accessible to people. Yes, I, I, I think I think so. I think it's more immediate and it and just more space on the page, even for your for your mind to to take a, a minute to think about things. And then Rin discovers that she has a younger sister um, in a nearby town. Yeah. Um, and that's when things, you know, really shift in the story. Um, you know, it, it, it becomes, it's so heartfelt, you know, like, and then she, um, she develops this um, friendship with the, the boy. Oh, Alexander. Alexander. Yeah. I thought that that was so sweet. Yeah. 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 She, they help each other in a way with the, they each give each other insight from that. I think from their own life experiences. So they, Rin looks at things differently from listening to or, or hearing Alexander's ideas and, and Alexander, and, and she, she helps him too, which I, that's kind of what friends do. Yeah. Right? I think Rin is a great friend. She's also a great listener, I think too. So I think that being from her perspective, like we still get a lot from the other characters because I really think she does listen to the other. She's very like introspective. Like I feel like she thinks a lot through her head through things. So yeah. um, if you, did you ever have, when you were writing this, did it always start out from her perspective or did you um, shift that at some point? When did you know you wanted to write from her perspective? Um, well, um, my my other my other verse novel that the first one that I wrote um, three things I know are true is um, from a girl's um, perspective whose um, brother 
what um, was injured in an accidental shooting. And that was from her point of view. And I think I knew from the beginning because um, especially with ver verse, it's very immediate and you, you don't have as many words. I, I actually, um, you know, like if my book, if my book was, um, you know, twice as long, it would be, it would be so big that it would, you know, it, it would, wouldn't, it would be like just too big a book. And so um, I think, I think making it in, in verse just comes to the point easier. So I, yes, I always knew I would do, do it in, in verse and do it from Rin's point of view, but then um, Sorella, that kind of surprised me, but I realized that that was the best way for the readers to get to know her sister would, would to be to hear Sorella's voice. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because some, all these characters, like, you know, they're so nuanced, like, you know, we learn new things throughout the story about them. And it's just like, it's such an important um, story. Um, what do you want readers to take away from this book? Um, well, the, th the thing that surprised me when, when my first book came out was, you know, you write a book and you have an idea sort of what it's about. You hope you do. And then people took, took things from the, the book that I didn't even realize maybe were there. And I think everybody takes from a book what they need and things that, ha that are important to them. So I hope that every reader finds something in, in the book that means something to them. And, and I, I think don't know what that might be. I know. I think there's so many things that different readers can get from this, you know, this story, um, especially like, you know, if you've been through, if you've had a heart condition, if you, you know, if you've been adopted, you know, if you're dealing with some relationship issues, if you're dealing with friendships, like you're going through those teenage years of just navigating through. And even like the part about the garden, I think that that's so interesting about people, you know, I think that they would like that too, you know, about learning about the farm. I thought that that was so cool. Um, that you combined all those things together. Um, yeah, do you have a favorite character from the story? Um, well, I think I think Rin and uh, Sorella are probably um, probably my my favorites, of course. Um, but I like I like Martha too because uh, Martha is Sorella's foster mother um, because I feel like she sort of embodies what a good, a good parent or, you know, an understanding person, how they are. Um, and I like her best friend's brother, Terrence, just because he's kind of funny and, and understanding in his own way. So. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, I, I agree with, that. I definitely like Bryn is my favorite character because I just thought that she was so relatable in the, you know, in the teenage years and she's just going through a lot, but I feel like that, you know, she keeps like a, you know, like a steady, a steadiness to herself. And I think that she listens very well. And, you know, I think she just has a deep, you know, love for people too. Yeah. You know? and I thought that, again, it's just such a sweet story. Like I can't say enough good things about it. Um, as you can tell. Thank you so much. Yeah. And um, 
do you ever plan to write another story with these characters again? Um, I, I don't. I, I don't right now, but, um, but who knows, right? I, I don't. Um, I know it's kind of left it up a little bit in the end. You know, some things are up in the air a little bit, but um, I feel like the reader, the reader knows that Rin will be okay. Yeah, I think that that was a great takeaway from this book. Um, because you like to have, you know, you don't want to have a feeling of helplessness. And I think that this is a great story right now, because I think for people are looking for tales of hope. And I think that we don't have enough of that. Like, we have a lot of black and white in literature. And that's like finding those books that just incorporate everything, you know, about the human experience, like, but do it in a way that's accessible to readers. Like, you know, I can't think of many examples of that and like telling it in a way where you want to keep reading it. Like I couldn't put it down. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to give hope and, and show that, that there's, there's a way out of hard, hard things, you know, that it might not be easy, but people can do it, a teenager can do it, an adult can do it, you know, it can, it can happen. And I think from going through a pandemic and still dealing, you know, dealing with, you know, issues of the pandemic, even if it becomes an endemic now, like we're still dealing with, you know, issues of communication and, you know, dealing with people. So this is like the perfect book for right now for people to pick up, you know, and I, you know, enjoyed it. It's like a timely, it's a timely story. Well, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. And um, what do you um, what do you really um, like about this book right now that like that's different than your other stories? You had written one other book. Like, what do you think that you wanted to um, incorporate into the story that you hadn't tried before in your other writing? Um, well, I hadn't I hadn't incorporated um, two voices. This is the first time I'd incorporate incorporated two voices. And I really enjoyed um, putting Sorella's uh, voice out there. Um, and I, I don't know that you see that a lot in, in young adult, um, but I think that I thought it was fun and I thought it, it gave you a sense of who she was and why uh, Rin cared about her and you, and you understood her more. So that, that, was, that was a new thing for me uh, doing the two voices. Yeah, I think having two is great because sometimes you have so many and then it's it's like you, you're bouncing back and forth and you're trying to figure out like which character is speaking now, like which, but you could really focus on the characters. I think that that's important. You really knew Rin, you really knew Sorella, like you really knew Martha, you really knew the other characters because like there weren't so many that you had to keep track of too. Like I appreciated that, you know, also. Yes. Um, and are you reading anything right now that you're really loving? We always kind of ask that question. Oh, that's that's a great question. Um, I read I read actually it was an adult book um, that sort of had a little bit of an adoption theme in my mind. See, I read it and I took I took that from it. Uh, it was called, it's called Clara and the Sun. And it's an adult book, but it's it's about an artificial, a robot that's built to be a friend. And it's waiting in the beginning, it's waiting in the store for a child to come and pick it. And then it goes home with a child and 
and becomes the child's friend sort of until the child outgrows it. And that was a very bittersweet, um, beautiful, beautiful story because it had, it had uh, a lot about, you know, friendship and, and children and parenting and, and things like that. Oh, wow. That sounds really unique. Like, so it was written for adults? It was written for adults, but I think, I think uh, teenagers would also enjoy it. One of my favorite books I had, I had read recently, and I had a book discussion with, it's a little bit of an older book, but it's The Wild Robot by Peter Brown. Oh, yeah. If you're familiar with that story. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yes. the robot ad- adopts the little duck or quail. I'm trying to think of um, on the island and then you meet all the animals and like, it's just the forces of nature against technology. Like, I think that's a great story too. It's written for children, yes. but I think adults would um, appreciate it too. I think, I think, is there a second one? The wild robot escape? Yes. Because yes. I, I just read that one and I'd love that one too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And that's a different, you get to the, you get to see the farm, um, the, the farm setting. So I, yeah, that was fun too. Um, yeah. And I like in that book also, like the chapters are really short. Um, but you get to know the characters so well. Yeah. I like, I like books with like shorter chapters and like different ways of telling the story instead of sometimes you get these like really long winded books, but, um, yeah, I love, yeah, I love books like that, too, that, you know, deal with um, some aspect of technology and how we're dealing with it with identity, too. So that seems to be another theme, you know, too. And it also has the adoption aspect with, like, you know, the robot is trying to take care of, like, really genuinely loves this um, animal, um, you know. So and a lot of stories with family. So I think that that's also very timely, too. Was there something else that you wanted to touch upon with the story that we haven't talked about yet? No, just that um, I appreciate every reader, and I I hope people will hope people will enjoy it, and I I thank anybody who who uh, you know takes the time to to read the book, and I, I appreciate that. Oh, it's definitely like it's definitely time worth spent. Um, I enjoyed like you know reading with reading about these characters and you're really really reading through them because you get such wonderful perspectives you know of those two characters and how they're different but you know they share a a bond and you know it's really loving and I think that there's great you know dynamic characters and there's so much to say in this story um you know again about adoption identity like you know a young adult reader would love this, you know, an adult reader. I think there's so many things that people can see in the characters, see in themselves, like, because it really touches on everyone. Like, I don't know anyone that wouldn't get something out of this story. And I think that that's rare. So I'm going to be recommending it to my friends. I think my friends would absolutely love this. I, I'll add that, um, um, that the, the dedication to anyone searching for their true home, wherever that may be, and that's, maybe sort of sums up a little bit, you know, my hopes for, for people that they, you know, they find the place, you know, where they feel at home, that, that feels right for them. Yeah, I think that that's so beautiful. And even the cover, I love the cover, whoever did the cover art, like, I think that that's so beautiful, because I was looking at it, and I just saw the color, and then I'm like, oh, that's the garlic plant, and how you explained, like, how it, it blooms, it's the first to bloom in the spring. Yes. Is that correct? And then like, then you see the leaves. Yes. It starts, 
and it's deep down in, inside. So it's like, you know, it's like that's, and that's home. That's like where you feel settled and inside. So that's really beautiful that like that symbolism of that, like, oh, it's such a beautiful story. Well, thank you so much for um, sitting down with me today virtually and um, for anyone listening or go to your local bookstore and check it out because um, it's it's a wonderful book. And I'm so glad I got to take the time to sit down with you today. And thank you for writing this. Thank you. And thank you for, for having me. I, I really enjoy talking to you. Oh, thank you. It was such a treat. So we are going to close this chapter of Turn the Page. I am children's librarian Megan, and I have here with me the author Betty Coley, author of The Name She Gave Me, which is going to be released on June 21st. So check that book out. Um, And that is concluding our chapter. It's time to close this chapter of Turn the Page. Join us for the next episode.